Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Tuesday shift change night for me. Um, yeah, pretty quiet day. Um, I got a bit of fair bit of stuff done last night, picture wise. A uh, heap of photos done and progressing the list and getting some got some really nice uh, uh, shots out of Frenchman's Peak. Now, if you haven't heard of Frenchman's Peak, Google on Google Maps. It's out near Lucky Bay. It's part of that whole big national park area, just out of Esperance. It is gorgeous. Uh, it's a really steep climb, but it's about 15 minutes of really steep, hard, sort of just good good shoes on, climb up a, a rock face. And uh, you don't have to climb actually, but you can just walk up, but it's like probably you're sort of like good 15, 20 degrees lean on you. Uh, beautiful view though over all the escarpment and the surrounding areas and the ocean and the islands and stuff off Esperance. Um, so beautiful spot and got, yeah, got some really good photos. Um, had to sort of uh, do a couple of stacks, some big exposure. So like in sort of inside at the top of the peak, there's a like sort of inside cave, a tunnel area uh, where you can walk into and then you can see out. So like super bright exposure out there, dark inside. So yeah, bit of playing, bit of editing. Things take time, but some again, like yesterday, just some really nice photos coming through, uh, and which makes it harder because I've got even more editing to do. But looking good, uh, I've got a funny feeling I'm going to have to. Uh, the way I'm going, I've got like 60 cleaned up, and probably 30, 40 of those are really good. Uh, I reckon I'm going to have to do like a split video. It might be like a part one, part two as the the ending. I'm not sure. I'll suss it out and see how we go. But I've still got a heap of work. Uh, shift change tonight, I'm going to basically go all night tonight. Uh, I've got to do some phone calls tomorrow and some bits and pieces going on. Life life uh, never ends, does it? Um, yeah, I was going to have a bit of a crack about lawyers, but um, I've just, I just run out of energy to, to talk about them. <laughs> They're not very nice people. Not very nice people at all. Anyway, um, now... Big news, uh, yesterday Daiwa released their new 2021 range of fishing gear. So we've got new reels, rods, lures, gear bags, accessories, all sorts of stuff out. So if you're a Daiwa fan, um, obviously we've got iCast 2021 coming up. Now last year sort of was an online one, it sort of sort of fizzled off into the abyss. Uh, this year it's back on again Orlando because, well, America's fully opened up. Um, and uh, it's all happening there. So ICAST, that's on the 19th. Um, so what have we got there today? 13, six days, I'm probably gonna be home. So I'll probably just do like a recap. Normally each year, I normally go through and pick the best products. I'll see how it go. Um, I'll probably be behind time because as I said last night, I've got a wedding, my niece's wedding on this break coming up, if I can get home. Depending on COVID, uh, Queensland's still locked yeah, it's just a bit of a nightmare, so we're trying to work all that out. Um, but uh, yeah, so iCast is coming up, but Daiwa has released early. Normally they wait and do like a big announcement during the iCast. For whatever reason, they've decided to come out early and some nice gear. Now, a couple of, being Barra, a Barra person, obviously wherever you are, there's probably going to be more suitable gear. Just sort of pick. There's, there's new spinning uh, egg beaters and stuff for people that like those. Um, obviously rods. There's so, too much to go through. It's a whole catalogue you can go check out. So go to DiawaUSA.com. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's, yeah, DiawaUSA.com. 
or .us and you'll get there. Um, yeah, have a check it out. Now, two things I did want to talk about is the new Steez CTSWTW70. So it's not a, probably not realistically a barrel rod, but for Australian conditions, it'd be a great little brim reel. So very, very nice. 70, so it's not a big one. Uh, not really built for those barrel or bigger fish, but it's saltwater protected. Uh, it's got a, it's got their new CRBB bearings. It's got a fully magnesium body, so it's fully all good to go for salt water. So you can use it offshore, onshore, depending on where you're fishing. Um, obviously, super, super small. The Steez are one of the upper echelon. Um, it's not a Rioga. It's a little bit down from that. Um, they've, they've got a lot of levels dialer in their range. It's not as like even Shimano does, but. Yeah, divers sort of sometimes you think the Steez is the best, but then you come over and they yeah they model they model you up. Um, but yeah, definitely the Steez is a very handy bit of kit. Uh, it's got the SV spool. Now I've got SV spool in the Ryoga. Obviously, it's at the top of the range. It's a beautiful spool, super ultra light, great for casting and all that. So perfect there. New hyperdrive system from them as well. So that's very similar, I think, to the Shimano micro mesh brass gears so it's got that so what you have is just really tiny gears so that mesh is there they're not bigger gears so it's you sort of get that flexibility and movement the smaller the gears the better the mesh the tighter and, and firmer better better bites you've got in there so look it'll be a fantastic reel and i no dramas there um now probably a bass definitely a bass reel uh, but as, as I said, I think brim conditions for Australia will be a great little reel. And if you're a Daiwa fan, and it's a, generally it's either Shimano or Daiwa or Abu, Abu here in Australia. Abu's super popular over here. So, But I think Daiwa, that'll do pretty good. Now, it comes in two ratios. It comes in a 7-1-1 and an 8-1-1. And it'll do 20-pound braid for 90 metres. So not too bad. Like 20 pounds, pretty good. That's like a, still a decent fish. Uh, on braid and 90 meters, that'll that'll do if you if you cast and light lures and stuff into, I guess for Saratoga or something at Corroboree or uh, little lakes and stuff like that. Um, it'd probably actually do all right, I think, on a barrel. I think the I think the hardware would be fine. It could take a flogging. Um, I think more so it's going to be the line, uh, not having big enough line for the for the rock and for the fish. And also the length, 90 meters, eh, it's not too bad, but you probably want at least plus 100 more, uh, and you want to be at least 30, 40 pound. I think I generally use 40 pound braid on mine um, for the barra. So 20 pound is a little bit light. You can probably upgrade it, but then you're gonna have less line. So, But look, it, it'll be a beautiful reel. It looks amazing, as you see on the thumbnail. Go check out them. Now the other one they do have out, another bait cast. So obviously, that's pretty much all I ever use. There's no use me talking about a, a an egg beater when I a I don't like them and b I don't I ain't, ain't the best at using them so I'm not a big fan I I can bait cast all day with my eyes closed I definitely prefer that being a territory boy it's pretty much most of everything we use up there everyone uses bait casters no one really uses egg flips um, but uh, there's a tatula now I have had a tatula I think one of our early videos way back when I uh, upgraded. Uh, Tatula to Bocca bearings and we gave it away and it was actually probably my most successful uh, competition for the channel ever um, yeah weird fishing gear but 
you can't beat good fishing gear. Now that I know from having that Tatul SV, uh, it was a fantastic reel. And when I had the Bokka bearings upgrade in it, it was even better. So uh, definitely a nice bit of kit. Now this is a 103 Limited. It's got an alloy body, so it's not magnesium like the Steezer said. The Steezer's a upper echelon sort of probably mid to high tier reel. This is probably a mid-range sort of a, a reel or sort of entry to mid-range. So it should be a little bit cheaper. The Steezer will be a few hundred bucks. Uh, this will probably be down the hundred bucks or close. It's not going to be super cheap, but it's going to be like a decent affordable price. So that's cool. Carbon finder handle, and it's I think I'm pretty sure it's a 90 mil carbon fiber handle. Uh, SV spool, that is off the premium stuff, so that's good. To, that's flowed down. That's always good to get that, that premium product. Once it goes through the good the big boys, and they after a couple of years, you get that flow down to your good to your basic stuff, and you get a great reel for the price. Um, so that's going to help with the casting. It's got a 711 ratio only. There's no other ratios in it. And you'll get 40 pound braid for 80 meters capacity. It's only 7.2 ounces, so still a light little reel. Those tatulas are, are again, yet again, a really well bit, built bit of kit for an entry level reel. Uh, you can't really go wrong. And look, I think it will do you no harm. Go check out, they've got a heap of new lures out, uh, bags, backpacks, all the sort of accessories, and some new Daiwa rods. So, and obviously they've got some new Saltus, uh, which is probably their premium uh, egg flips, uh, egg beaters, sorry, not egg flips. <laughs> uh, they've got a new Saltus range out as well. So definitely something there for you guys that are into the egg beaters and uh, you can match it up with a nice new rod. So, and um, that will be all coming out of the ICAST 2021. Uh, but yeah, good to see Dawa giving us something, uh, a sort of slow week, and then you get some fishing gear. Can't, can't beat fishing gear. It's, Always good to get a new product in the fishing market. So good on you, Daiwa. Now, I do have an update. Um, where are they? Me. If you haven't seen the video already, go check it out for my Zendua Zen Pods. So we had the unboxing and a bit of a review on them. And I've been using them for well over two weeks now, uh, wearing them on the way to work in the morning. I'm chucking them in, going up to dinner. I'm chucking them in. Look, I'm... Only had really one issue. Now, first of all, they are super, super light and super comfortable. Um, if I can go over to my beats, after about an hour of these on while I'm editing, I get a sore head and I've got to take them off. Uh, and these are the light plastic version ones. And they, they're nice and loose and not tight, but just on your, on my head. Probably just me being cooked. But, yeah, they can be annoying when you're doing a lot, lots of hours of editing. Uh, videos and photos and stuff these are ridiculously comfortable and light so comfort wise fit wise magic sound wise they're not the loudest ones i've had definitely louder on the beats so sound level but that's probably not a bad thing i think once you get used to it um in there it's not blowing out your eardrums you're not going to have sore ears after a while either I think they've set it at a, a pretty decent level. Base is not too bad. All that stuff is pretty good, and we talked about that on the video. The only issue I have had, and I had it in the video, and I wanted to check up on it, and I've had it in the last couple of weeks, is the noise cancelling. Now, I've got holders and Endure, and they were really good, actually. They got back to me multiple times. Um, give my details when I purchased them, all that sort of stuff. They got hold of their tech team to see if there's anything that I was not doing. We, we, tried, we checked a couple of things. And basically what we could find out was they checked the technical, this is from Zendua support, 
sorry for the confusion. I've checked with our technical team and found the noise reduction mode is usually to reduce the, con reduce the constant low frequency. So where I thought it was, well, my, my understanding of noise cancelling where it would block out all outside noise. Well, it doesn't, they don't. So if you're looking for that sort of problem, I think you have to really go up to the, the Sony's, the Apple AirPod Pro sort of level, I guess, and pay that three to 400 range to get that where it just blocks out a meteor crashing into the earth. <laughs> um, they do, they've got a really good seal. Um, it's, when I walk past the aircon going to dinner, I can hear the aircon. The uh, transparency mode does not work. I have to be honest, it doesn't work. I've had that on and I can't, I talked to a couple of people to try it and just left them in and I couldn't hear a word they were saying and I didn't have it up cranked. Uh, so it should have definitely been, I picked up their voice and it just didn't. So look, I think as a as a headphone for that $100 price, $100 US, um, I think they were on special for 80, but I think they're about 100 bucks, 110 bucks US. You probably can get a better option. It's a nice first go for them, but without that noise cancelling actually performing to the level that it should, and there's a lot of options out there with that are going noise cancelling. We know the Nuffing headphones are coming out at $100 and they've got noise cancelling and that's one of the big things they're pushing. Uh, that These guys, Zendua has to compete against that. Uh, without that quality noise cancelling, they're just, I don't, it's going to be a bit of a struggle. So look, 90% of it good. Just if you're after noise cancelling, I'd probably say you need to look at another option. Hate to do it, but, but, for normal use, if you're after a nice, nice set of headphones with ultra light, really comfy, definitely worth go checking out. Uh, you can go check out our video. There should be a link below here as well. You can go check out my Zendua products or over on the website. So yeah, but look, good. They come back, give me an answer, honest answer. Didn't bullshit me. Didn't say, oh, you're doing something wrong. Anything like that. They were upfront. Said, look, this is it. And I actually do appreciate that. It's rare that you get companies that admit when they're wrong. And uh, look, that's a really good thing. So thank you very much, Zendua, for let, getting back to me and let me know that I wasn't losing the plot. So that's that's another good thing. <laughs> I thought my, my hearing was might have been blown out. Now, uh, Canon. Da -da 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 -da. Canon's got a new video camera coming out. Uh, Canon Rumors, uh, you can go over and check that out, the full story. Uh, a 4K... Sorry, 4K XF705. I should have my glasses on so I can read my notes. Um, August, early August. Is it early August? No, sorry, late August. Uh, Canon XF705. It will have a 4K one-inch sensor in it. Um, Full-size HDMI ports. Um, one, uh, 12G and similar codec options. And basically very similar to the C70, but it's going to be a full, I guess if you look at uh, the old XA10s and stuff like that, very similar format to that. So proper legit uh, video camera set up for that. So if you have got a locked in studio and you're looking for something or you're doing full-time filming and you don't need the interchangeable lenses, you just want a quality 4K ready camera that can just go and go, definitely something to get excited about. I think it'll, uh, there'll be a lot of uses for these bad boys. Uh, model name and pricing are not known at this time uh, from Canon Rumors, so we're not far away, we're mid-late mid July pretty much now, 
So probably six weeks, I guess, and we'll have this as a release. Uh, they're saying it's gonna be part, it's gonna be earlier than the NAB show. And it's this is sort of the, I guess, the first stage of the releases coming from Canon. So I think that's probably the biggest positive out of this. That's pretty darn cool. Uh, we're gonna start off a massive release uh, program from Canon. We've got all those le new RF lenses. We've got uh, the R3 to come. We've got that to come. This this second half of the year, as a Canon person, a Canon user, um, it's going to be pretty exciting. So I'm looking forward. I just hope they can deliver what everyone's estimating. So fingers crossed, uh, we get some fun stuff for everyone. Nice little video camera. Nice little portable size, good, uh, I guess, entry-level movie sort of camera. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, very, very cool, very exciting. Now, last but not least, if you don't already know, I'm a baseballer since I was five. Um, yeah, spent my whole life playing. And I think last year is my, my I finally retired and uh, no longer play. I do this now is my, uh, my, uh, my habit. <laughs> to fill my baseball habit hole. Um, All-star games on. Today was the home run derby. Peter Alonso from the New York Mets, back-to-back uh, -back winner, crushed it. I think he won one of, one of the rounds. He had 35 or something. Uh, there were some monster shots. Obviously, it got moved to Coors Field after Atlanta had to shuffle it with, obviously, COVID issues. And it's an elevated, it's like a, Elevator feel, a lot of home runs get hit there. That eleva altitude elevation uh, really lets the ball fly. And uh, Otani from the Angels, if you haven't heard of him, wow, what a machine. He is a bit of a phenom. He's the first ever pitcher, first ever player to get selected as an all-star as a pitcher and a hitter in the, in the one year. Not only that, he created another first by he's going to be the leadoff batter for the American League and the starting pitcher for the American League. Uh, this guy has, is leading major leagues in home runs as a pitcher, which is awesome being a pitcher. It's just so, so satisfying knowing that a pitcher is kicking all those hero hitters' ass. <laughs> it's just so good. All those years of pitching and never never been allowed to hit and been told you're just a stinking pitcher, uh, you just can't hit, and now the best hitter in the game is a pitcher. Karma is back. Bloody good on him. And I think every pitcher that I've ever played with that's been shafted like all of us do uh, would be there and going, go shit. We'd be all backing Otani to kick some ass. So, look, uh, I think you're knocked out uh, by Soto, Joan Soto in the first round, but it was a very close clash. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it all, obviously, today, so I'm going to try and watch that tonight and sit down and relax and it'll be a bit of excitement for me. And then, yeah, uh, sleeping tomorrow. Hopeful to do a show. I do have a few uh, personal things to get sorted tomorrow, so I may not do a show. It might be, what do we go, Wednesday tomorrow night, so Thursday morning's probably more likely. And, uh, yeah, we'll Try and get some more editing done. I will talk to you all at least Thursday, if not tomorrow. See how we go. I know. If you're coming this way, that way, we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.